Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to Taipei Black Girls. My name is Faith. I just recently graduated. A lot of months ago, I graduated from Arizona State University, and I now work in Raleigh um, as a business analyst, aka demand planner and supply chain. And um, fun fact, I drank two Simply Spike lemonades, and wow, they are good. What about you, moms? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, hi, guys. My name is Denasia. Um, I graduated many months ago as well from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Um, I'm from Vegas. I now live in Jersey slash New York, and I work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. And um, my fun fact is that I've been craving a hot link ever since it got warm. I, something about a cookout. I don't know. And I also saw Faith's story and she was at a cookout and I said, oh, I need a hot link real bad. So yeah. um, that's my fun fact at the moment because I really want one. Um, we're so unserious. Anyway, those <laughs> are our fun facts. But our type A black girl fun fact is we have some very special guests. This has been a long time coming. Introducing Entry Level with Lexi and Victoria. Woohoo. Yay. Hi, yeah, so happy to be here. Um, uh, my name is Lexi, one co-host of the Entry Level Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, co-host, Victoria. Um, a little bit about myself. I graduated many years ago, which is like really embarrassing to say at this point, but I graduated in May of 2020. I went to Southern Methodist University in Dallas, um, and I studied marketing and economics. Right now, I work in marketing for a company called Essilor Luxotica. Ooh, so fancy, right? Um, basically, it's in the eyewear industry. So like sunglasses, glasses, um, Ray-Ban, Oakley, all the fun stuff, transitions lenses, not as fun, but still worth your money. Um, I do marketing for them, and I am still living in Dallas right now. Yes, and as Lexi said, I'm Victoria. I'm the other half of Entry Level. She is my best friend, as she mentioned. And also, when Faith and Indonesia were introducing themselves, I was laughing because them saying many months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm old. I was like, it's been almost two years. I graduated in May of 2021. Also went to Southern Methodist University in Dallas, where I majored in advertising and sport management. Um, I'm now working in PR for a company in New York, fully remote, um, doing entertainment, sports, and tech PR. Um, and I'm still in Dallas too. So we're super excited to be here. I know since the beginning of time when we first started, um, Taipei Black Girls are following us and we were really excited to collab. So really excited that it's all coming to fruition. Yeah. yeah. We love to see it. And if you guys are new here, we do have a segment that we usually do with us. But when we have guests, we usually don't do it because this is going to be a long episode anyway called yeah. Rosebud and Thorn. Um, your rose is something really good that happened throughout your week. Your bud is something you're looking forward to next week. And your thorn is something terrible throughout your week. So you guys want to go ahead and give us a rundown of what happened this week? Sure, Lexi, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Okay, I, I guess I'm going first. She gave me the motion. Um, so Rose, it's something good that happened this week, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Rose, this is going to be very niche and I don't know if everyone's going to understand it. I was explaining it to one of our friends last night. I was a really big Jonas Brothers girly growing up, like obsessed with them I think they were one of like my first like childhood crushes and I don't know if you guys know but a couple weeks ago they announced that they were doing like a show a night on Broadway in New York and I really wanted to go and did not get a pre-sale code was really upset 
Um, and so we got a link that they were doing like a one night only show at Yankee Stadium this summer. And so me and my roommate got a pre-sale code for that. And we actually ended up getting floor seats. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it's not next week, but it was something good that happened this week. So I'm considering my rose. Um, and then Bud, next week, or I guess this upcoming week, my family and I are going to Scottsdale, which is one of my absolute favorite cities. If you guys are tuned in to Entry Level and have listened to past episodes, you would know that Lexi and I went to Scottsdale last year for the first time, fell in love with the city. And so now I get to go back with my family and that's going to be really exciting. Um, and then Thorn, um, I could say I have a couple, I can't lie. Um, it's been a rough Q2. It just started, but it's been rough. Um, work has just been kicking my butt lately. Um, good thing, got a promotion. Bad thing, salary increase wasn't where I wanted to be. So um, we're going to have to go back and negotiate some things. Um, and yeah, it's gonna, it's a little nerve wracking, but I know that I need to do it just to like assert myself and be confident. But it's it's always like a tough conversation to have because it's a fine line with negotiating. So all in all, I would say like a pretty good week overall, but yeah, I don't know. Q2 really kicking me. <laughs> I think um, my rosebud and thorn starting off with the rose is yesterday I made the executive decision that I am celebrating my birthday for real this year. Um, I'm someone like I'm, I feel very neutral about birthdays. I feel like some people like really love them. They love going all out. Some people just don't care at all and are fine doing absolutely nothing. Um, and I feel like sometimes I kind of fall in the middle just because I don't really like hosting. Like I get lazy. It's sometimes, you know, the politics, who's invited, who's not. Like it can just be more work than what it's worth. Um, but I am turning 25 this year, which um, is making me a little uncomfy even saying that out loud. But my birthday's in June. Um, and so, yeah, I decided yesterday, like, F it, I'm gonna have my little birthday. Um, I think it's gonna be a pool party. So, I mean, if y'all y'all are in Dallas, y'all are invited, obviously. Um, but there's this really cool app. It's called Swimply, and it's basically like Airbnbs, but for pools. So you can just like rent out someone's like really nice pool. So that takes the pressure off of me hosting or like trying to invite people to my apartment pool where, you know, they have rules where, you know, one guest per person, you know, it doesn't work like that. Um, but it'll just be removed from me and my lease. Um, and I'll be able to invite a lot of people. So I think it'll be really fun. Um, my thorn, it or my bud, let me take a step back. My bud is that I'm traveling for work next week, I'm going to the great old land of San Antonio. If you can't tell, there's a lot of sarcasm in that. Um, but I have a big event that's happening at work. Um, and we've been preparing for it for like three months at this point. Um, I've had a lot of very long days. I've been in the office till like 738, like trying to wrap stuff up. Um, so it'll be really exciting to see all of that come to fruition and like play out and kind of be worth all the work that I've been putting in. So again, not super excited about San Antonio itself. My my parents live there, so I'll see them. That's nice. Um, but I'm excited for that to kind of like close and be done and I can move on to something else at work. And my thorn is that tonight, supposedly, Frank Ocean actually will be performing at Coachella. Um, I have a bit of trauma and PTSD tied to that. Uh, Hangout Fest 2017, he was supposed to perform. I had a ticket. I called my dad. I said, mind you, I was a freshman in college at this point. I said, I barely have enough money in my bank account. I've never been to Gulf Shores. I don't know how I'm getting there. I don't know who I'm going with, but I will be seeing Frank Ocean perform. I planned the whole thing. It worked out great. And then like three days before he canceled, 
Um, I was literally like crying on the floor, sick to my stomach. Like that was heartbreak. Um, and now I know that girls who just learned Lost and Nights last year because they were trending on TikTok will be singing along with him tonight. Um, so that'll be that'll be a little traumatizing for me, but I'll work through it. Yeah, hate that because hey, <laughs> listen, I'm at the left you right now. Like Coachella for me, nothing tops 2016 Coachella, so I can just never go because I know I'll never see Beyonce and the weekend in the same weekend. And for me, it's just not worth it. Even with Frank, I'm like, nothing tops Beachella for me. So I can never go to Coachella now, which is dramatic, but it's true. I mean, I could never go probably for financial reasons. Um, so that that aside, um, but I'll be manifesting it right now. This time next year, we'll be big. We'll be getting flued out, brand trips, okay. all four of us, Revolve Fest. Revolve, okay. Revolve Fest. Revolve, like the tart. Where's tart? I can go throw some tart concealer on and call it a day. No, can't poosh. Let me get some Kailash mascara. <laughs> like, y'all gonna see me next year. Y'all gonna see me. Love. I was actually, um, and I didn't, obviously not this year, because this Coachella's right now. Probably not next year, but I said 2025, I'm gonna camp. I want me, hopefully, fingers crossed, and my fiance to camp for Coachella. I feel like that'll be a very bonding. Like, I feel like that's, we gotta stay with each other for the whole weekend in a, in a bus. You know, we gonna get a, we gonna get a luxury one. And he was like, he was like, oh, like, did you wanna go by yourself? I was like, who, who's gonna drive the RV? Like, it was, it was never giving me going by myself. Like, I don't drive. I'm not built for that. So, um, I just get too anxious. So, yeah, 2025, I do plan on go to Coachella. I don't know the lot, don't know the lineup. I know it's good. I'm going to figure out somebody I like and sing somebody's lyrics. Maybe not the right ones, but I'm going to sing somebody's lyrics. So, yeah, just heads up well, for type A in 2025. Yeah. And this this year, Bad Bunny was there, too. Like, the lineup was honestly really good. Yeah. yeah. I saw Kendall Jenner in the crowd, and I'm like, that girl. Get away from Let's him. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. Or her, or Kylie, Timothy. Like, I, I, I can't go into it. I can't. Get away from him, girl. You don't even know his song. It can't be real. Hate. Oh my god. Oh, but before we get into it, um, I did want to plug our YouTube channel, Type A Black Girls Podcast. If you can't find it when you put it into the search bar, we have it in our link tree. Um, but this season we are doing every other episode is going to be video. Um, I really need y'all to show up and show out because this is a precursor for hopefully something big. So the girlies that said y'all want video, I need y'all to actually tap in because a lot of y'all said yes to that poll. Okay, but yeah. not a lot of y'all are subscribing. <laughs> yeah and and also a lot of people were having trouble finding us because it was a brand new channel so um if you go to our instagram page and then our link tree it's in our link tree so yeah it's there too but um did you guys also want to plug you know your podcast and what you guys are about before we get started yeah i can go ahead and do that um so as we mentioned before our podcast is called entry level um Keep it short and sweet podcast for people figuring out is what we say. Uh, Victoria and I were inspired to start this after kind of going through our post-grad funk um, and just realizing that like, hey, like we're not really set up for quote unquote real life as much as we thought we were. Um, So our episodes cover everything from like work-life balance, romanticizing your life. We have story times in there. Also just kind of like our trial and errors as we're figuring out like how to be an adult and kind of what that looks like for us. Um, but I feel like there's quite a bit of overlap and similarities, which is why we were so drawn to y'all, I think, in the first place, too. 
Um, so saying if obviously type A black girls listeners, I think, you know, we got some good stuff over on our channel too. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of overlap. And I guess that's definitely mm-hmm. also the reason for this episode is because as at least for like us being in our first year of work, it's very hard to find like a work life balance that works and not just constantly looking forward to the weekend and suffering from Monday through Friday. And then looking forward to the weekend, it's 48 hours. Now you're back again on Monday doing the same thing. Like it's a very vicious cycle, especially when you're first starting off to figure out what work-life balance works for you, especially after your nine to five. So um, this episode is really about that because I'm still figuring it out personally. Show show is. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, for Lexi and Victoria, we'll probably do Lexi and Victoria first and then me and Danae will answer after. Um, okay, girlies, what did you think your before and after work routines would look like before you graduated? Like, what did, like, the romanticized type be? What did you have in, in your mind? I always, I, I think I laughed when I first saw this question because, one, I had to think back to two years ago, which is kind of crazy. But also, I just feel like a lot of factors have gone into that in the past year, in the past two years with me working. Um, Just because with TikTok blowing up over the past two years, you also saw people introducing what their nine to five and five to nine routine looked like. So before that, I think I thought that I was going to, you know, do a quick workout after work, go home, cook dinner, maybe watch a TV show, like really have like a, like a solidified um, night routine. You know, I have my skincare, I lay my pajamas out, I lay my workout clothes out for the next day. And I'm just going to be completely real. Like it is not like that at all. Um, And I think I had this for me in college, like I was type A, just like you said, like I had my Google calendar, I had my physical planner, and I booked my my schedule out to the hour. And I realized post grad, or at least for like the career that I'm in, it just does not work. I can't, I cannot plan my life out to a T every single second of every day. And so it was a really hard journey for me to realize that like, your day-to-day is going to be different. You're not going to have control over every single hour of every single day of your life, and that's okay. But I can definitely say, like, reality versus expectation was entirely different for me. Yeah, I think I also had I, – I had a pretty clear idea of what I thought it would look like. Um, I really – I used to say a lot, you know, in my senior year especially, like, I cannot wait to get a job. Like, I cannot wait to – to know that at 5 p.m. I can close my laptop and then like the rest of the time is mine. Um, And I mean, sure, that's a whole nother conversation of kind of like how you set boundaries at work and like what the expectations, like what expectations are associated with your job. Um, But I found that, you know, let's say even if I, if I did close the laptop, like I might still be thinking about work or my energy was like really drained at the end of the day. Like I remember being like, oh my God, it'll be so fun to you know, get dressed up for work, like go to happy hour after, you know, come home and do, um, to Victoria's point too, like have this routine and, and, you know, kind of be able to really take that time for me. Um, I definitely wasn't expecting to like be as tired as I am every day after work. I, I mean, me and Victoria both did so much in college, like, you know, on top of credit hours, like we were in so many extracurriculars and like, were in clubs and had like leadership positions. And like, I was like, oh, I'm doing the most I will literally ever do in my life, which it's funny thinking about that now, because like, that is definitely not the case. Um, But you know, even in college, I was like, yeah, I had a busy day, but I still want to meet up with my friends and I want to do all this extra stuff. But now it's like, 
okay, I have an apartment that I'm like paying rent at, like I'm going to be at home. I have stuff to take care of. Um, again, like maybe I'm just drained after work. And like the last thing I want to do is talk to somebody after I've been on calls all day long type of thing. Um, and also Victoria made a really good point too, about just like scheduling your time. Um, I've talked about this in probably honestly a couple episodes on our channel, but you know, I, tr- I would try so hard in the beginning to like plan out every single day, like I did in college, like literally by the hour, like, oh, I have this block of time. I can use that to get work done. I would try to do the same thing at my job, but then, you know, meetings spring up or like things come on my calendar that I wasn't expecting. And then it would literally throw off my whole schedule and that like really affected me. Um, and so I think it's, I put a lot of pressure on trying to plan out every day and like trying to take control of so many things that I just literally don't have control over because it's not like school where you get a syllabus and you know what day your tests are and you know like what day you're gonna have to turn stuff in and and things like that um I just thought I'd have a lot more control I guess over my day-to-day and like how it affected me emotionally too and like mentally um but I've just really kind of had to take a step back and try to take it day by day even though that is one of my least favorite things to do since like yo I'm also type a so tough lesson to learn no, absolutely. I think for me, and I, I was realizing as you guys talked, I was like, we did graduate in different years. Because I was like, what do they mean? Like, on TikTok. But I'm I'm realizing we graduated in different years. So for me, graduating in 2018, and I've realized whatever big event or even big event to me is coming up, I'm very narrow-minded. So basically, for those four, four years, all I wanted to do was graduate. I really wasn't thinking about, I was, I think I would imagine like, oh, I'll work. But one, I didn't know what a business analyst did. I had no clue what that even looked like. And I was so focused on trying to graduate because I it was really rough. Like my my last two semesters rocked me and socked me. Like I it, it just was not a fun time. Like if any catch up call, me and Asia, me and Kelly, me and Payton had, like it, it was like, moms, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Like it, like, so I think for me, I didn't even have the thought process or even the time to think about my work routines because I was so focused on, we need to graduate. It's like graduate, get a job. I couldn't even think about getting a job because I didn't even know if I was going to graduate. So I didn't, um, and the thing is like to the, to the TikTok point, those like, I wasn't on work talk yet. I was strictly on college routine talk. So I didn't even have that. The, that wasn't even on my for you page so that there, there was no romanticizing what about you moms um so for me I feel like I was I did a lot in college like I don't think I had a minute to rest <laughs> until I graduated and every single day I would go to class like my whole schedule was this I would wake up around like six or seven I'd usually have like an eight thirty a.m class because all accounting classes were usually in the morning why they did that not sure because it was literal torture but I would go to class and then afterwards I would have like a little gap during lunch and I would plan that down to the minute like I'm going to finish this assignment then I'm going to do this and I have a quick meeting that I'll do for like 20 minutes here then I would go to class again and probably finish from like 1 to 3 30 and then after that it was all meetings and extracurriculars because I found the need to be involved in literally every club on campus so when I got home I'd get home it was about an hour in traffic to get home I'd get home around eight and then do homework again, start planning for my next day, get about five hours of sleep, wake up and do it all over again. Why was I working myself like a slave? Like I really didn't have to do all that. But I say to say, like I expected, kind of similar to what Letsy said, where like you just think that when you go to work, 
it's nine to five, you shut your laptop and it's over with. And I was so excited to have like, I guess that evening to myself where I didn't have to worry about anything else besides literally just getting my day over with and then waking up and doing it again. But at least I had those hours from like, let's say five to 10 PM where I'm not doing anything. And I realized that like, I, I definitely take a lot of what happens at work with me back home, even if I'm working in the office, just because I end at five, doesn't mean that like it stops in my head at five. Like I'm thinking about a worksheet that I haven't finished, or I'm getting emails at late at night that I'm still thinking about, even if I'm not required to reply to them, like it still is in my head. And I think because of that, it makes it harder to be like, oh, like it's genuinely a nine to five, because if you really value what you do, and if you care about your job, and if you want to be good at your job, it doesn't just stop between those hours. So now I'm realizing that like, for me, I, I really struggle with allowing myself to relax. And my nine to five now looks like after work, allowing myself to relax. Like, it's okay to lay down and do nothing for the rest of the night. Yes, you could go make dinner. You could, but you could also Uber Eats and feel okay if that's like for your one time a week where you're just Uber Eats because you're lazy and you're allowed to be lazy for some days. And I think that that mentality has helped me a lot because I agree like with TikTok and like social media, I'm watching TikToks and it seems like they got more hours in the day than I do. Cause no way you're waking up at five doing yoga. Then you go to Pilates and you get a matcha. Then you start work. Then you over lunch, you go walk your dog. Then you come back home. And then after work, you're making vodka pasta. And like, you know, it's just very (laughs) unrealistic. And I think also you underestimate how much energy you really have in the day. And to be like, oh, I'm going to dedicate my full day to living eight different lives is very unrealistic. So I feel like I had to break that down in my head. And also realizing that I have a household to manage now, like I live by myself and it's not that simple to just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just not going to clean my house or cook for the week because it, it doesn't align with my work schedule. Like that doesn't work. You know, like you have to realize that you have responsibilities. And for me, I do have a studio, so it isn't that big of a space to maintain, but it is teaching me responsibility and how to be a real, a real adult. Like this isn't just something you can just put off the next day. So if that means like, you know, certain days you have to just lock down and clean your house or lock down and cook to, for the whole week or meal prep, that's what you have to do. Um, but yeah, no, definitely very different from high school and from college because for one, I'm not doing all those extracurriculars, but I will say finding extracurriculars throughout your week as an adult does help because it does kind of break up your week and it doesn't make it so work, sleep, work, sleep, eat, repeat. Like it makes it more of a life and not just you going to work and making work your entire lifestyle. Yeah. And we do, we are going to touch on that, but before we do, we're going to get into what our, what a realistic morning looks like for us. So Lexi or Victoria, what does a realistic morning look for y'all look like for y'all Monday through Friday? Yeah, I think Honestly, both Lexi and I's might be a little bit similar, but also might be considered a little controversial. Um, I think starting from like 5 or 6 a.m. is where I'll wake up. I do want to preface and say my workday does start at 8 a.m. Central because I work on East Coast time. So that is the reason why I wake up so early and I have to explain that to people. Um, I just need enough time. Like I need buffers in time to like get stuff done. Um, But in the morning, I'll typically like do a workout. I'm a morning workout girly. Um, Honestly, like through and through I I've gotten right back into doing like nighttime workouts. But the morning, it just sets me up for success in the day and moving my body getting the endorphins going. I think I'm just in a good headspace to start my day. 
Um, so I'll do that like five or six and by seven, come home, shower, maybe like make a breakfast. Um, if it's me being disciplined, I'll come home and make breakfast. But if I'm in my routine where I'm hyper fixating on something, I'll go get a matcha in the morning, which is bad for my bank account because it's about $7 every time I go. But I rack up those rewards points really quick. Highly recommend Foxtrot. Um, if you have one near you, their Fruit Loop matcha is really good. Um, but that's kind of how my work morning starts. I log on by like maybe 8, 8.15. If you would have asked me like a month ago, there was like a report that I had due Monday, Wednesday, Friday for one of my clients. So that's why I would log on right at eight so I could get that done and drafted so I could get it reviewed and sent to the client by a certain time. But now we don't have that client anymore. So I have a little bit more <laughs> leeway in time um, in my schedule to like have buffers and get other things done. Um, but if we're talking like typical realistic morning, it's going to be a workout if I make it and wake up on time um getting a matcha making breakfast and logging on but short sweet simple yeah <laughs> to victoria's point which i was laughing when Denisha was like it's so unrealistic like people doing blah 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 and i'm like that's kind of how my day we started no literally <laughs> um um but yeah to victoria's point uh we do have pretty similar routines. Um, we work out at the same place. So like that also helps like, you know, it's like a you know, little motivation. Um, but kind of where I'm at with work is I, I have like a hybrid schedule now. So half the week I'm in the office, half the week I'm at home. Um, and I used to find that I'd have a different routine for the days that I went in the office versus the days I did work from home, which I think just made it harder because it was fluctuating so much every day. So I was like, I just need to stick to one routine throughout the entire week and kind of adjust it as needed. Um, so the days that I do go in the office, usually Tuesday, Wednesday, um, you know, that requires me to like put in a different amount of effort, obviously when I'm working from home, like showering, you know, slicking the hair back or, you know, wash and go, whatever. Um, picking out my outfit. I like to post my outfits on TikTok. So let me add in five extra minutes to, you know, get a little fit check, whatever. Commute to the office, things like that. Um, so on, I used to just, wake up and like get ready and go to work but then I found out that that didn't really like it just like I said it didn't work well when I was changing my schedule every day because I had different obligations each morning um so now I've just kind of picked one routine and stuck to it every day which I think just helps because I'm someone who thrives in routine I feel like I kind of had to learn the hard way that like I control my routine my routine doesn't control me because I'd be really hard on myself like when I didn't follow through with what I thought I was going to um but yeah because of that I wake up usually at like five every day, um, just because it's easy for me to pick one time and stick to it. Um, the hatch helps with that. I will tell you right now, we, Victoria and I are both Game hatch changer. alarm girlies. Love it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm waking up to the sound of birds, like it's like a little sunrise. And I'm like, oh, wow, like it's going to be a good day. Um, also, maybe controversial, but I get on my phone first thing in the morning. And I feel like that's something that helps me stay up. I feel like so many people are like, you shouldn't be on your phone the first hour that you're awake, like write in your journal instead. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get up. I'm going to watch some TikToks. I play the, the New York crossword every morning. That's how I start it. It wakes me up, go to my workout, come back home, shower on the days that I work from home. I usually take that extra like hour or so that I'd usually um, devote to like getting ready to cleaning up the apartment a little bit. We also talked about in one of our recent episodes, thoughts on Sunday resets. I think they're good in theory, but I prefer to kind of split up my cleaning throughout the week when I'm at home. Um, so yeah, either I'm kind of cleaning if I'm at home or like I said, getting ready to go to work. Um, but that's pretty much it. I usually make myself a breakfast, but I keep it pretty simple. Work out, get ready, eat, get on the computer. Um, 
not much more complicated than that. What I'm realizing is um, entry level is very early in Taipei, <laughs> where we thrive after work. That's really what important. I've, I, yeah, one of our, one of our, um, one of our, I think second or third times meeting, um, we were, had like a brunch planned and we had two different rooms and I went up to the nation. I was like, but the nation takes longer than me. So she's probably in the bathroom. She wasn't, she was knocked out in her bed. And I was like, Hey moms, Hey moms. And when the nation wakes up, like you think there's a murderer in that dream, she wakes up like, <gasps> and I'm like, mom's like, don't what's going on. It's time for brunch, you know? So we, we thrive after work, but so our, our morning routines are going to, realistic morning routines are going to look a little different, okay? Um, but for me, if I'm working from home, I will look the night before to see what meetings I have. Okay, I will wake up an hour before that meeting. Because the thing is, I'm, my job is very meeting heavy. We have to meet with sales, we have to meet with marketing. But on those weeks that we don't, I work real hard that last week. Let me relax a little this week, especially if I work from home. And the thing is, I came here to network and be in office and all that stuff. But the thing is, two months in, the they had a building. Basically, they cut three of our buildings of nine, and then we had layoffs. So I didn't realize if we get in less buildings, that goes, I think, 5% layoff. So yeah, it was a great time. But basically, I don't really go in the office. So um, if I'm working from home, which is basically every day, I'll look at my meetings the night before. Wake up probably around nine, check my email to make sure nobody put emails. I mean, a meeting on my thing because we have a lot of people working in Malaysia, India, things like that. And they, they'll put a meeting right on that calendar. So I was like, you know, let me check before because the last thing I need is I'm sleeping peacefully. They having a WebEx meeting. Now they're like, where's Faith at? I don't need that. I need my face, my name to look real nice on everybody's email. So um, if I feel like it, I'll have make a breakfast. Lately, I have not been the, in the breakfast mood. I think I'm just, I'm in that, my era where I really don't like eggs. So I'll just have a LaCroix. I love a cool, I thought LaCroix were for like older women and teachers. I love me some LaCroix. Limoncello LaCroix hits every single time. So don't knock it till you try it. Cause I wasn't, I was, I was being a hater. That's really what it is. Um, but typically I'll make my breakfast or have my LaCroix, have a catch up call with my sister's if they're awake, because they are on West Coast time, or my coworker, India, I'm like, hey, girl, we working right now? What are we doing? You in that bed? We both have our bonnets on. Let's go ahead and get up. She's like, well, if you get up, I get up. And that's kind of how it is. But for me, I don't have a work from home setup. So anytime I have to turn on my WebEx camera, there is a virtual background. Because uh, you you're going to see this bear that I have that y'all can't see it. But this bear is going to be in that WebEx thing if my virtual background is not. So I work from my bed because I just I I can sleep in my bed. I can work from my bed. I don't really have to d- diversify it. I'm sure I could. I don't want to. I just love my bed so much. It's so comfy. I put my heating pad on and that's really what my work routine looks like. Like it's very much, I'm going to sleep in as much as I possibly can because I've realized, Faith, you need to give yourself grace. Like there's really no reason for you to wake up at seven when you know if you wake up at seven, you're going to take a way too long nap midday. If you wake up at nine and then get like started at 10, all right, well, we might just have to like push it to 530 or just work really hard for two hours and get just get stuff done. But it really just depends what week that is, because it's hard to say, oh, because we work on a cyclical schedule. So like if it's a week one, a week two, I'm waking up at eight and starting at nine and maybe we're working through seven or eight because that's quarter start. And that's when we have to like redo the numbers. Or update the numbers. If it's a week three, a week four, a week five, and then the quarter, 
I'm relaxing. Everybody take a PTO. Every, as long as you know, you may hit those specific meetings. And I, I'll, I'll do a lot of like employee research group extracurriculars during those weeks, but it's a week to week basis for me. What about you? Um, I think mine is probably the least type A out of all of ours because my work schedule is the least type A probably. Um, very, very volatile. So it really depends on the week. Um, it depends on if it's a busy week because for me personally, I will prefer to just wake up earlier and get a head start on all my assignments and what I have to do. Because for me, like a lot of my deliverables are due in the morning. So it's like if I already know that I'm going to have to wake up and write at eight, send off like five different sheets, reply to all these emails. And like I have a lot to do in the morning. I'm very like a morning heavy type worker. I prefer to wake up earlier and get a head start on that and knock some things out that way I'm already in the zone. And I learned from one of my managers, like he gets to the office at 630 in the morning. First one, first one there all the time. Like, like he walks in, we have like motion sensor lights. He said it feels like a runway because the lights just come on everywhere he moves. Crazy. I said, sir. And I, I heard his rationale and it was really like when he explained it, it made a lot of sense. He basically said like from at the hour at 630, no one is sending me emails. I don't have any distractions. I from 630 to 9, I'm like a powerhouse and I get everything done. And I, I actually have time to work because during the day, there's so many meetings and a lot of distractions that happen that you don't really have a time to like have focus time, especially if you are a meeting heavy company. So it's very hard to actually get work done if you're in meetings all day. So he was like, from that time, I actually get stuff done and then I can get, I can leave at like 435 and not have to worry about the rest of my day. So I kind of t- started taking that initiative into my actual life where like, I especially if it's a heavy week I will wake up at like six o'clock and he he, he got mad at me once because I sent an email at six thirty to him on accident I meant to save it in the drafts and send it off at nine he he go message me Denisha what are you doing up what do we do we have to talk about this I said I'm following your rationale sir but um I wake up at six thirty and I knock out a lot of my assignments and I the thing that gets me through that is that I will like make a quick breakfast which is crazy because I used to never eat breakfast in college and I'll start chugging water and it'll keep me up the whole day. If I'm hydrated, I realize it's a, like a direct correlation to me staying up longer and me waking up more energized. So I will like drink almost a gallon a day because I'll just be chugging it nonstop. Does make me pee a lot, but it helps a lot and it keeps me up. So um, on busy weeks, that's what I do. I wake up early and it, it just makes me more productive during the day because I feel like I've already gotten a lot of my work done and I feel like I'm ahead of, of, of the trend or like what we're going through. Um, but on a more regular day, a more regular week where it's not as busy, I will um, first eat breakfast because I before I used to never have to do an intense commute where like I was literally just driving to school and like had my playlist playing. It was very calm and peaceful. But now I have to literally stretch through the, the trenches of New York to get to my 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 place of work. So it's not very easy. And I, I realize that if I don't eat, I'm walking at least a mile and I have on an empty stomach and it's it's a lot. To, to commute. So I will wake up, I will eat, I will take time to actually get ready because if I go to if I go to work and I don't feel good and I don't look good, it, it's a direct correlation to how I perform. And I realize that if I go to work with like a cute outfit on and I feel good, I don't, it doesn't mean I have to do my hair or makeup, but like at least a cute outfit, it really makes me feel good and it makes me feel like I put effort and that like sets the tone for the rest of my day. So I really invest time in like making sure that I feel good in the morning and it like sets the tone for my whole day. And I tried to be a workout girly in the morning. I can't do it. 
because I go, I go to, I go a little crazy in the gym. Like I do weights. So like, I'm not just doing a little cute little run on the, on the treadmill. Like I'm doing like heavy weights and it drains me like crazy. So I realized that it works better if I do it at nighttime because it puts me right to sleep. I'm knocked out the second I get back to my apartment. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really what my day looks like in the morning. It's very, sometimes it'll be stressful, but I'd rather get things out, knocked out in the morning while I'm like ready to go. And I wake up with the intent of knowing what I have to do rather than working really, really late at night and trying to like fight sleep. Um, so yeah, very unpredictable. Yeah. I'm the same yeah. way. I'm literally the same way. I think you made a good point because there are weeks and my job is very collaborative. Mm-hmm. I think PR, like it's really only teamwork. And so there are just weeks where I just have meeting after meeting after meeting. And Lexi knows like there have been times where I'm like, I'm actually not working out. I'm going to go to Starbucks at 6am and just knock out all this stuff before like the workday starts. Cause like no one's bothering me. No one's pinging me. No one's slacking me. And I can just knock it out and like be clean slate before like anyone even logs on for the day. Um, and even being a, an hour behind, there have been moments, just like when you said, where I've sent something on accident and I forgot to send it later. And someone's like, why are you up at 530? And I'm like, okay, well, it's 630 for you. Like, and I knew that it was about to be seven and then like whatever else. Um, but one of my tips for that, actually, if you use Outlook, I, I don't have any tips for Google Calendar people, so I, sorry. But if you use Outlook for work, they have this um, AI feature for your calendar that can like automatically book in focus time Mm. which is really nice because it blocks your calendar off and so people can't like put meetings on your cal inconvenient for them but convenient for you and I actually had like a career coach for a little bit through my job which it was honestly like the most helpful thing ever she was also black and so she really taught me how to like set boundaries at work and one of them was to like block out the first 30 to 45 minutes of my morning just so I can like set my priorities for the day know what I need to work on and then also block out like that last hour so I can like wrap up my day. No one can put like meetings on my calendar. I can do whatever else needs to be done before the day ends. So I can like really, like we said, take the time at the last four hours of our whole day and like actually rest mm-hmm. and reset. But no, I thought that, that was so interesting. So I wanted to. Yeah. And honestly, like for me, I realized like not just not just because it helps me be more productive, but also I realized it looks very good. like on my counterparts when I'm replying and like I'm already like I'm on it they don't know that I've been working on it since that whole morning but when I wake up right at nine I'm sending off all my emails so like top of the morning they're getting an email hi I just wanted to follow up on this from last week and it's like wow like she's on top of it they don't know that like you know I've been already doing this but it, it just makes it look good as like a employee to knock things out early and for me also like a lot of my the people that I work with and my counterparts they don't like asking for things twice. If they have to ask for it twice, they're like, why is this late? Or they're like, oh, well, you probably could have got it to me a lot earlier. So like if I can get it done earlier, it looks better on me as a worker. So like I just found that that works best for me to just knock it out as early as I can in the morning. And it looks like you're very much on top of it, which is good. But um, you mentioned like, you know, that tip um, for Outlook, which I'm about to write down because that's important. Um, But do you guys have any other things that you do to spice up your morning to make it that much better? I I don't know. I think I'm still going to have to stick with like the workout thing. And let me preface with this. I'm not a fitness, wellness girly. Like if you look at any across my social, like if you look at any of my social medias, right? Because you're sitting here listening to the episode like, hmm, what's Lexi really like? You look at my pages, guess what? You're not going to see a workout routine. You're not going to see a protein smoothie routine. Like 
I'm not even speaking from that type of perspective because I feel like some people go really hard on this and it's for like, you know, I don't know anything about macros, micros, grams, mm-hmm. proteins, calories. Like I literally do it because one, I think it gives me the opportunity to be like the first one to challenge myself in the day, if that makes sense. Because I feel like as we've all kind of hit on, like you're going to be challenged by work. You're going to wake up to like emails you're not expecting or, you know, meetings that you don't want to attend or like so many people are going to try you throughout the day, you know, regardless. And not everything is like bad, you know what I mean? But it's like work is work. Let's be for real. Um, And so I've found that I really like to like set a challenge for myself and then start the day by like beating that challenge, so to speak. Um, And my thing too is like, I, I work out at a studio. So it's like someone is kind of instructing me, someone's telling me what to do. Um, Again, it's fun because like sometimes I get to work out with Victoria. So like, it's fun to start off the morning, like seeing a friend, you know, whatever, kind of setting the tone that way. Um, But like, I like to give myself, I like to feel proud of myself, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then it also helps like, oh, let me put on a cute little like matching set and like drink my little Celsius and like, you know, have my thing there. Um, and so, yeah, I guess giving myself the opportunity to like start my day off on a good note that way um, just like makes me feel better. But like I said, it's not like a I'm not saying this because like I'm I'm saying I'm a regular, regular person. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's something that I had to learn and it's not like I've always been like this. Yeah. Um, Cause I used to kind of dread it too. But uh, even like the workouts I do, like we'll do like HIT or like our fitness studio does um, kind of like a cardio style Pilates. So it's like, you know, I'm hearing good music. I'm getting pumped up, you know, like fun neon lights. Like it's kind of setting the vibe for the day. Um, and I know that there's going to be so many things throughout the day that like I can't control, but I know I can control myself like going to this class and like having fun and like mm-hmm. feeling good about myself. Um, so that does help me a lot, but it took me a lot to get there. Yeah. I'm also going to echo Lexi. There's something like so rewarding about having that done so early in the day for me at least. Um, but something new that I started doing to like spice up my mornings, which actually started after I went to New York back in February to see like if I wanted to live there for a little bit, I was cosplaying as a New Yorker for two weeks. Um, and so when I would walk to the office, I was like, wow, like it really is a game changer living in a walkable city. Like something about like being able to walk to the office, you know, the sun shining, whatever else, you know, it, there's a little hustle and bustle because it's New York and I'm kind of on edge every five seconds. But I was like, wow, it's so interesting, like not having to like take the time to be in the car, be sitting in traffic, like map out extra time to get there when I know that like the subway is always consistent for the most part, or I can like walk this distance and I'll still get there at the same time. Um, So actually, once I got back to Dallas, I started incorporating morning walks into my routine as well. And guys, like Lexi said, like if you looked at my Instagram profile, like I am not a fitness influencer girly. This is literally just for mental health sake. Um, And so in Dallas, there is this trail that runs throughout the city. It's called Katie Trail. And so I will like do a class at True Fusion. And honestly, I think I do like maybe 30 minutes on the trail. It's nothing crazy. Pop in my headphones, listen to a podcast. And fun fact, I went to the doctor, got my labs done like maybe a week and a half ago. I am in like really vitamin D deficient apparently. (laughs) And so something about like being in the sun and the sun hitting you so early in the morning, it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm outside. And I think that that's also because I work from home all day. I do not see the outdoors. I don't know what the weather is. I don't know what's going on. And so for me, having that moment, 
outside is just like very peaceful and calming to me and that's coming from someone who's not an outdoor girly like I do not enjoy being outside in the slightest I hate bugs I hate sweat I hate like smelling like outside it's not my thing um but it's something really peaceful around like 7 a.m being outside and being on a walk seeing other people running seeing other people walking um it really re like sets me up for success that day and it resets me internally to be like okay this is gonna be a good day we're starting out with good vibes i think like the way that you set up your morning is just really important when it comes to um getting into a really good work routine not saying that it has to be the same thing every day because i think like lexi mentioned we kind of used to beat ourselves up like if we did sleep in and miss a class or whatever else and it's never actually that serious it's just like you're doing something for yourself and like that's the most important thing is setting aside time for yourself before that work day starts because when you really think about it like we dedicate so much of our lives to work eight hours 40 hours out of your entire week goes to work and so taking those few moments in the morning or at night whatever works for you to really like honor your body like honor yourself and give yourself that time back i just think is really important so i like to move my body i go home I think like a month or two ago, I started like cleaning up my space, like Lexi said before I started work, cause I would be working like in a really messy like room. And it just, it was not conducive to like what I needed to be doing because my room is my office, like my meeting room, like everything else. And so taking like five minutes to like make my bed or like pick up my shoes off of the floor and put them in my closet, um, sounds very simple and like, duh, why would you not do that? But something clicked for me. And like, that is just what I have to do to set myself up for success. And it, I don't know, I feel like it doesn't sound spicy. And it doesn't sound like, oh, like, yeah, that's something that would romanticize your life. But like something that small, I think has been a game changer for me, especially these past couple of weeks. Because like I said, it's been a hard Q2 for me. But like, that's been keeping me sane over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, um, when I was listening to the Barcelona episode and you guys are doing Sunday resets, I actually had gone, I did, I do afternoon walks and I was like, yeah, I can't, I tried to like, let me pick one room a day, but no, I literally have to be like, okay, no, we're going to just, we're, cl- we're only going to clean the perimeter of my bed and make my bed and that's going to really set my day. So for me, my spiciness for the morning is like, I have to make sure my room and bathroom is clean. I'm talking about everything picked up because I'll trip over my shoes quickly because once after I didn't got dressed, you got shoes everywhere. But realistically, this is like for a work from home. Um, so for me is after I get ready, tidying up my bathroom, tidying up, uh, cleaning, not tidying, cleaning up my bathroom. This is re- not realistic, but again, romanticizing. Um, My bed is made. I've had a decent amount of time to make my breakfast. Like really, I like having a slow morning. And that means me being intentional and setting aside that time to have a slow morning. So opening up my blinds, taking my shower, getting dressed, tidying up, like I said, and then picking a YouTube video because I one of my hobbies is going through my subscriptions and YouTube and adding a whole bunch of stuff to watch later for when for when I have time. So picking a fun little like dramatic YouTube video or like cooking video, watching that, eating my breakfast, not rushing, and then still having enough time to get back in my bed, get settled, put a little business shirt on for my upcoming meeting. Like that is and make and checking all my emails before my first meeting because I pride myself 
My Gmail may look disgusting. I'm talking about my personal Gmail, horrible, like 40,000. But I pride myself having my Outlook with no emails because like a lot of the emails, it's like, why did you send me this? Like, why am I on this mailer? But there are some hidden ones. You got to like, I, I try to really be intentional about checking the entire email. Like, does this really involve me? Or like making sure I have a follow-up next week on this email, like things like that. And does how many times did that actually happen? Well, I love sleep. So, you know, not that many, but the days that it does, it makes my mornings and work just that much better. Um, for me, it's not really, um, something that's as like, like cleaning and like having like a very distinct schedule It's three specific things. It's sun time, which I usually get, especially when I'm going to the office sun time, like, like, like what Victoria said, music and smoothies. So first off sun time, um, my apartment is all windows. Like right now the blinds are down, but even still it gets very bright in here and I have to open all the windows just to feel alive when I wake up, especially when the sun is up. And I find that like, especially when I do go to the office, I will have my little morning playlist going. I have like a morning relaxation, think Janae Aiko vibes, Summer Walker vibes, SZA vibes type playlist that I play every morning. And it just like calms me down because I know work is probably going to be, it's going to stress me out in some capacity. So it calms me down. And I will literally play that while I'm walking to work. And I feel like the main character, like it really just sets my whole mood and like, like what Victoria said about like the morning walks, like especially if you live in like, you know, a place that is walkable and New York is very aesthetic. So if you have the right song on and you're walking, it's going to feel like a main character moment. So I really do that. And also I, I don't walk around my neighborhood, though, when I'm working from home. I would just walk around my apartment and do something like I'm not leaving going all the way downstairs to walk the block. But when I'm when I'm actually in the office, it really does help. And I think having sun time is very important because I, I probably am vitamin D deficient, to be honest with you. And um, I think that especially when I first started working because I wasn't doing this, I probably wasn't. And now I definitely think I've made an improvement of like getting myself outside. But it really changes my mood when I actually go outdoors and I'm in the sun at where you're SPF ladies. But like make sure you have time to actually like absorb the sun and I just like wow it, it makes me more thankful and it grounds me I think for the day to be like wow like I'm really outside sniffing the flowers and stuff like you know it really makes you enjoy life I feel like in the morning at least for me um and smoothies so I am not big on eating a full meal I don't wake up hungry like like oh I need like pancakes eggs bacon hash browns like I don't work up like that but I do feel like I need something to like have on my stomach especially if I'm going to be in the office and working and like commuting and walking at least a mile so I make like what I call my beauty smoothie which is like like juices I put like chlorophyll in there I put like all my like vitamins and powders in there and I just shake it up I put agave in there and I just chug it in the morning and like that's my energy for the morning and it's usually like a very healthy smoothie and I feel proud of myself for even putting something on my stomach besides like water so um that's what I do in the morning too and I feel like that helped spice it up and make it feel like I'm doing something more than just waking up and getting dressed um yeah, so that's what I do in the mornings. And it really depends on the morning, like I said, because I don't have as much of a predictable type schedule every day. But like if I can just do those three things, it usually like I can manage. And I think also if you work in like a very if if you're if you know your day is intense, like for me, I know the second I leave my apartment, it's intense, it's back to back. Even getting to work, I'm gonna see some crazy people doing something on the street. It's a very overwhelming life to live, I think, especially if you live in a city that's 
hustle and bustle all the time. Like I'm feeling the stress of other people while I'm working, while I'm, while I'm walking to work, I'm hearing people running cause they're going to be wait to, late to work. So I think like living in a hustle bustle city, I have to do everything it takes to make sure that my internal peace is maintained because it's very easy to get overwhelmed and feel the stress from other people and allow that to impact you. So like, I've just been trying to do everything I can in the mornings to make sure that I live the most peaceful life because the second I leave these little four walls, it's going to be crazy. So what can I do now to like eliminate as much stress as possible? Um, and that usually, that usually no, works absolutely. for me. Um, but I mean, it definitely depends on the person. And I think you realize with working, like what works and also based on the season, because your winter morning routine, when you can't leave the house, cause it's cold might look different from your summer one. And that's okay. Like, you know, finding what works best for you. Um, no, absolutely. And coming from like four different type A people and we all have def very different jobs all obviously it's really cool to see what that looks like because like at, we can classify or pigeonhole ourselves into type A but like type A girlies are very multifaceted and I realized after working uh, it, I'm about to be nine months so I'm like oh I'm a little old you know uh I'm about to hit nine months I'm sitting here like I one of my major things is like it's okay to give yourself grace like it, okay, well, you didn't eat breakfast. Okay, well, maybe we can have a bigger lunch. Mm. Or uh, you didn't, um, what is it? You didn't clean up your kitchen this morning. That's okay. We can do it on a break after that, after those four or five meetings that we have. Like it's, even though it's on our to-do list, it's okay to not get it done because at the end of the day, we're human and giving, I never gave myself grace in college. Um, my, I, my little sister was talking to me and she's like, yeah, I hated you when you're in college because all you want to do is homework. And I was like, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I did, I, I, I knew I wasn't a fun person in college, but you know, hearing that from your little sister, like, dang, okay, well <laughs> you're might be onto something. So just trying to not make, because I don't have school to make my personality, I actually have to have a personality now. And I think my newfound personality, whatever it is, is that it was there, but it was hidden but because of homework and duties and things mm. like that. Um, but before we get into that five to nine after work. Yeah, I was going to say also something? realizing like not everything is as big of a deal. I used to take everything so serious. Oh my God. Like if I didn't do one thing, it was the end mm. of the world. I was like, oh, but now I'm just like, did I die? I didn't. I'm still standing. Did Hold you on. die? Did you die? Nope. Is somebody bleeding? always and can you do better next time that's literally that's my how motto because i'm just Granted. like if you sit here and stress about every little thing you will never find peace and in your 20s is already hectic bills are already already gonna be there and le the least you can do is make your internal peace we're in a as recession damn it like i'm doing what i can no like so <laughs> true <laughs> like but okay, but before we get into that, uh, the five to nine after work, I found a good quote from an article by Hurt Campus. Um, they said, in terms of finding a five to nine routine that works best for you, remember that not every single night has to be productive, fun, or crazy. Take things day by day, listen to your body and mind, and truly think about what you need for those final four hours of your day. Whether that's heading to your favorite Pilates class, going out to dinner with your friends, or even just laying in bed alone at home. Make note of what makes you happy and gives you energy and what doesn't. So I did want to kind of combine these um, two questions that we had just so we can like be boom, boom. So basically, 
what does your afternoon routine actually look like? And what do you do to, if you really want to spice things up for the afternoon? Um, I think that that is an interesting question because I think it goes back to what we were just saying. I think it depends on the day, what's going on at work. Obviously, those factors are always going to play a role. Um, and I think I always felt this pressure to be very productive in my five to nine. I, like I mentioned at the beginning, I was like, I have to go work out. I have to cook. I have to clean. I have to do whatever else. And I think me and Lexi were talking about this in one episode. There are some times where I get off of work and I just rot in bed for my five to nine and I'm on my phone, I'm on TikTok and that's just what I do until I'm like shower and go to sleep for the rest of the night. And that's also okay. So I do want to preface and say that, but on like a, a normal week or a week where I have energy, I might like do a workout class if I didn't make one in the morning. I might FaceTime a friend and like catch up with them and see how their day went. Um, I'm a reality TV girly through and through. So I might go throw on Bravo for the rest of the night, see what's going on on Vanderpump, see what's going on on Housewives and catch up there. Um, my roommate and I have a really good relationship. A lot of the times we will like pick something that we are like both watching together. And so we'll watch that at the end of the night. Right now it's beef on Netflix. Um, and it's also 90 day fiance the other way. I know those are two very different shows, um, but that literally just goes to show my range of things that I'm interested in. Very strange. Um, and so I think it's finding little things to make that or romance, like, again, going back to that romanticization of like, making, breaking up the mundane of the, the nine to five that you have, like we mentioned, this is 40 hours out of your week, every single week, hopefully not for the rest, the, the next 40 years of your life, but for a good chunk of time. And so for that, not to just feel like you're wasting away the rest of your life, you're going to have to find things that um can, I don't know, feel, make your, make your routine, like feel fun. And sometimes that's, going to a comedy show in the middle of the week or like going to a happy hour, going to trying a new restaurant with a friend. I've learned to like also build in social time throughout my week and not just throw it all on Saturday and Sunday. So that's kind of how I break up my week for sure. Yeah, I would have to say like, I feel like my afternoon night routine is pretty much like non-existent in the way that every day kind of looks differently. Um, and I think that because my mornings usually are so set and like, I have like kind of a, a tougher protocol that I follow. I feel like the afternoon is just kind of safe for like things that I missed or things that I kind of need to catch up on. Um, you know, for example, after work is usually when I'd like run errands or like I said, like kind of clean up the house. That's when I have a lot of downtime, whether that is just literally sitting on my phone for four hours, which sometimes like that's what the day looks like. Um, or starting a book or something like that, I really just kind of take it day by day um, and just kind of see like how my energy level feels at that point and like what I'm capable of doing. Um, and I think I'd kind of hinted on that at the very first question too, you know, when thinking like, what did you think your routine was going to look like? I thought I was going to be out and about like seeing people all the time after work, like whatever. Um, but to be honest, I find a lot of days like I just don't have the energy to do that. Um, and so it took a while for me to kind of like take that pressure off myself or to not feel bad about not doing anything, about like not even wanting to do anything. Um, and so, yeah, to be honest, like I don't, I, I'm in my, I'm going into my what, like 
second. I mean, I'm in my, I'm headed into my third year of work. I guess I'll say that. Um, and like, I still don't have a solidified like after work routine. Um, so not saying that to scare anybody, but again, back to everybody's point, like kind of like give yourself grace to just see what you're feeling. And like I said, I, I know that I start every day the same, but I have no idea what the day holds for me at the end of every workday. So, yeah, I feel like because my mornings aren't as solidified because there's like, hey, how are we feeling? How much sleep did we get last night? Uh, my afternoons have to. Um, typically, when I get off of work, unless it's a week two, I'm getting off of work exactly at five. Heck, even even four thirty. My CEO actually came to our campus and we asked him about a four day work week. And um, he was like, well, I mean, I know y'all take half a Monday to work. And then I know y'all take off half a Friday. So, I mean, you basically got a four day work. Week. I'm like, okay, well, as long as everybody's on the same page, I'm thinking I feel horrible. You know, I'm like, let's take it slow today. You know, but he, everybody at the company's doing it. We're very like, hey, like there was even one point we were all on a call and my coworker had his baby in the office. Like we are a very like family first type of it's a very relaxed company here for sure like he's like as long as you got your work done you know so those afternoons kind of look different because some days my um some days my social battery will just just be drained just from like honestly work and I'll take a nap midday maybe like an hour to hour and a half me um do I'll do out of I'll, I'll do out for lunch and I'll do do not disturb on my on my webex and they people really honor that do not disturb, which I really, really enjoy. And I saw my coworkers, I was like, hey, if y'all ever see that, just know I will never answer for that hour and a half. I will be asleep. I will be in that bed. So as long as we have everything. So then my afternoon, I feel like regenerated. I do my little last minute work, get off at five, and I'm really going. Typically, I, I'm I'm training for a 5K because I make a made a bingo board for my New Year's resolutions and um why did I put that there? I don't know. The last time I actually ran was cross country a freshman year of high school. So, you know, kind of just a very Delulu thing on the board. But if I get it done, it'll be a good little box to check off. Um, actually, um, your guys' last episode was an hour and 20. And I was like, I'll just walk for an hour and 20. So your guys' episode really helped me. I walked like a lot of steps for sure. I was like, yeah, you know, just with Victoria and Lexi, just walking in Raleigh. Like it was, it was great. So the Barcelona episode was really fun. So, um, but yeah, it'll, I either take a walk after work. Um, my, my realistic one is I'll, I'll work out. I have to work out. Um, a lot of, I, I have rejuvenated my wardrobe instead of frat party outfits and, you know, like crop tops, either to the frat party or business professional. I need something in between. I realized I don't have any basics. So all the new basics that I bought are in specific sizes, and I need to stick to that size. So I have to exercise at least three. I don't put a number on it because that's my, it's my self-given grace, but I just want to make sure I just get it done. You feel me? Um, and the things that spice it up, honestly, walks freaking spice it up. I will say that. But I do do a type A thing before every month. I'll make a calendar, and I'll be like, okay, this day is a massage day because use that health savings account and go to a massage place that takes it, they do it. And it's typically like the ones that are like deep tissue, like by um, like the Chinese ladies and they hit them. Like they really, she she gets on top of me. She, she'd be punching me. Like, you know, I definitely have flashbacks from when me and Danasia got uh, Groupon massages and they was punching was me. Abused. They wasn't punching me. It they wasn't was even punching me. She was, um, it was domestic violence. Okay. And I filed a report after afterwards. Cause you, <laughs> no, no, I'm playing. I said, you will be dealt with. 
<laughs> not domestic violence. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so typically I'll be like, okay, this Thursday is for massages. Um, and the thing is, I have to be very intentional about going outside because I don't have a car. So that's like a lift there and a lift back. So I typically don't do like TJ Maxx run because it's like, I'm going there to intentionally spend money and I don't know how much. No, but it's, it's like, um, catch up call with Danasia, um, catch up call or really just with the girls. Cause that's, that's three, four hours. That's the whole night. Um, so really going on Canva, getting a free calendar and really breaking down. Okay. How am I going to make sure on Monday? I'm not looking forward to Friday. I need a day that I'm looking forward to that's not Friday. And so if I, let's say I'm running low on funds, I'll just make it a very like sit down at the pool and journal. I I got really impulsive one night and I have a devotional, but I wanted I want something fun and colorful. And I got this journal with a whole bunch of markers and I love it so much. And literally every two sentences, I'll change colors, which hurts me because my OCD is like stick with one color. But it it really, I've been really trying to just get out of my comfort zone and like, I don't think I've ever lived a boring life and I'm really loving it. Like it's, it's always something. And to just have the peace of mind that there's nothing, all I have to do is feed myself. And if we got the funds in the Uber Eats account, we can also get Uber Eats and fingers crossed that it's good. So I feel like that's my little spice. Like spending money is my spice, which unfortunately I can get a little spicy depending on those weeks. But, um, I just really enjoy, I'm really enjoying just, just being by myself because if y'all don't know, um, and I think I dropped this in the bonus, but I will be living with a man in less than a month. So it's about to get real serious. I'm going to be in my pre-wife era. So just really soaking this East coast Southern air up because I'm about to be in Colorado. Um, what about I you? I feel moms? like my, my afternoon routine is definitely not as set either because for one, it's like, will I get off at five? you know now and two it's like oh like there's a lot of spontaneous things that happen um at least at work they're like oh let's go to happy hour what are y'all doing after work so it's very hard to kind of like predict what my week is gonna look like i also have very spontaneous friends that they'll call like where are you at right now i see your location you're at home get up get up we're, we're doing something like paul oh my god don't <laughs> our mutual friend paul he facetimed me once and he was like turn the camera i turned the camera he said show me your legs I showed him my legs. He said, oh, so they work. Get up. We're going out right now. I don't know what you're doing, but get up right now. So like, and he's not the only one. Like every friend I have out here is like that. So knowing that I just, I kind of prepare for anything because we don't know what the day we're praying. Um, so I think my main priority every day when I get off work, um, make sure I eat something, make sure I try to work out depending on the day. Um, especially if it's a work from home day, I have more flexibility to work out after work, but I try to save working out as my last thing to do right before my shower. Because like I said before, like working out really takes everything out of me. So I need to be ready to go to bed like immediately after. Um, and then planning for my next day, I feel really good when I can wake up and know that I've already outlined what my day is going to look like. And there's no surprises. Like I don't wake up like, Oh my God, I have a, 8 a.m. meeting. Never had that. But it's like, you know, you don't ever want to have to be like blindsided. Um, and yeah, I think the way I spice up my afternoons is money, spending money. <laughs> because when I'm in the office, um, it don't help that I work like next to him all. So uh, on my lunch breaks, me and my coworkers would be like, hey, you trying to go to Zara? Yeah, we going to Zara. And after work, it's like, hey, did you get what you wanted at Zara? No, we didn't. So let's go back. So 
I work next to Azara and Aritzia. It's just not a good mitz. Um, but I usually will go there. Even if I'm not buying anything, like shopping brings me joy. So even just walking through the mall makes me feel good, even if I'm not actually physically getting something. And now that it's summertime, um, like the area I work in is very very like fun uh, hustle bustle but still fun and there's a lot of free events that happen um so like when it was warm back in september when i started there'd be like free concerts and stuff happening outside so i would just sit there and listen no clue who the artist is no clue what they say in but i'm here for the vibes so i always just keep my eye out for stuff that's fun that's happening in the city that i can do after work um happy hours really just being young and enjoying like the fact that i live in a city where there's a lot to do and taking advantage of that because i know that like I love New York, but I know I won't be here forever. So it's like I try to really take that in and like absorb it because I know one day I will not be living this type of lifestyle. So um, that's where I'm at right now. And I think not having as much of a structured afternoon takes away the stress for me because I feel like I already have a huge to-do list at work. I don't want to have to come home and then have another to-do list. I'm running out of to-do lists. The list is getting long. So having like that pressure to really enjoy my five to nine helps. And I think also, like I said earlier, being in college, what I look forward to the most about being like a grown working woman was that I wouldn't have to, you know, get off work or get off from school in that case and do more stuff. So I take pride in not having to do more stuff when I get back home or when I am at home. Um, But yeah, at least eating. That's my biggest thing. Forcing myself to eat because sometimes I will get into like these modes where I will just go, 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 go. And I'll be like, I have not eaten all day. Stomach touching my back for real. Um, So yeah, that's my biggest thing. But maybe one day I will get a more structured afternoon routine. But I think right now I have peace in not having one. And like Faith said, like having a very drained social battery is real. Like Man, and I, my friends like to talk. So I know that if I try to do a call after work, bro, after talking all day from nine to five and I get on a call and we talking from five to eight, whoo, like I am, I'm like, I'm having fun because it's like fun to talk to your friends, but it's also like my social battery is dead. It's actually been on 0% for the past five hours. So um, realizing what works for you too, because sometimes it's not as easy to be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to plan my whole afternoon when your energy is already depleted once five comes around. Um, but yeah yeah for me for, like i i will say with those friend calls especially if you have those friends that talk like us um i will never plan a back-to-back friend call days and like if i have a friend call with kelly on tuesday i have to give wednesday a break and then have a friend call with denasia on thursday like i i you just have to know your boundaries do not judge yourself then i'm sure your friend is also tired and is okay with you just pushing it because we're all adults once you realize we're all adults and we all got everybody got something okay do not take them canceling you personally unless they just be flaking hey listen i know my friends we have a mutual understanding my friend blair every time we get on the call she goes hey denage i go hey blair we go (laughs) we just do a mutual sigh because that's really what it is so it's like have those friends that you know mutually understand it also helps that they're working as well because you know it's like you know you know what the deal is if you are a working woman um but have friends that understand what you're going through because life be life in but yeah yeah all you victoria oh no i was just i was gonna comment on denasia's comment whenever you mentioned the fact that like you're you're young and like you live in new york which is a city with so much to do I think sometimes it gets really hard when we get in these routines with work and finding finding your work-life balance can be kind of hard sometimes because 
especially if you're a type A black girl and you are focused on being successful and you are really ambitious, you can get kind of like pigeonholed on making sure that you're doing the best at your job. But you have to remember that life is about balance and life is also about enjoying things. And it's like, we are not going to be 22, 23, 24, like for the rest of our lives. And this is the moments where it's like, we're supposed to be having fun. And it's like, you don't have to do something every single day, but it is important to like still do things throughout the week that remind you like, hey, I'm young. I don't have any responsibilities. Like I, you know, some people may have kids, but like, I don't have kids. Like I don't have a husband at home. Like I, I really am like, it's just me, myself and I that I have to worry about. And like, because of that, like, yeah, I am going to go get drinks tonight or I am going to do something spontaneous. And I think that helps break up the monotony of your routine. And I think it's important to be okay with doing that, but also like honoring your body and like listening to the days where it's like, I am tired and I want to just go to sleep. That's also okay. But making sure that you're mixing it up and not just getting into like the same exact routine every single day, because that's when life will hit you really hard you got are selfish years for real I'm like I have my whole life to be somebody's wife and and mother and caretaker this is the only time where I my only obligation is to just be Danasia that's all yeah exactly that's it and that's all and I will say if you take that day and you start going on TikTok for how many odd hours because you don't know and you see the girl is like oh my 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 five to nine after my nine to five and they're just like and then I put the dishes away and then I go swimming and I go and then climb I Mount Everest and I said like, baby when are we girl I, these have to be filmed on different days because where are the hours going like I really applaud those girls because I I can't do it <laughs> yeah yeah I would say like just take t- take a beat like do do I actually want to do that or do I just feel like I feel like a little like less than because she doing a lot, but also that. you don't know what she got going on in her life. Okay. Just say, just say, do not like, and keep on swiping. Okay. And then your for you page will get a little more for you. But also I think for me, my social battery gets drained so much. It's hard to be like, do I not want to do this because I'm just tired or cause I don't really don't want to like, really don't want to do it. And sometimes fear of the unknown makes me just want to stay in my bed because just like, you know, but I was explaining like my, I want to watch succession and eat good food. And that's it. Like I like good shows and good food. I was telling my manager this and he's like, probably almost six. He's been working at the company for like 25 years. He goes, Faith, I think you're growing up a little too fast. And I don't think I've ever had an adult tell me that I've always known, like I I'm, I'm like mature for my age and stuff like that. But he's just like, you know, you're in your 20s, like, you need to have some more fun. And I'm like, oh, okay, Sam. Um, You didn't have to hit me like a truck like that. Because for me, I like to be comfortable. If comfortability or sleep is on the docket, I'm going to choose that every single freaking time. So I feel like for something that I'm really going to try, and maybe we can just make this a question for everyone before we get into af- affirmations. What's one thing that you're going to try to put in your routine morning or night to really live your 20s a little bit more than you have been for me it's trying to be more spontaneous and saying yes because sometimes I'm like I, I I know I'm not gonna have fun but you won't know unless you try uh what about um, what about you moms I'm not gonna lie I think I've I, I really can't think of anything that I've done I think if anything I might find things to make my life a little less spontaneous a little more controlled um, there might be something I need to subtract because I already do live a very mm. spontaneous life. Like every day is like an adventure for me. And I, I, but the thing is, is like, yeah. I thrive in that. Like I, even though I am type A, 
Um, I think it, it definitely, it impacts different aspects of my life because when it comes to like my free time and what I do for fun, I don't ever like to feel like I'm doing the same predictable thing all the time. Like I love having adventure and spon- spontaneous nature to my life. So I honestly can't think of anything that I would add. Maybe, maybe, maybe making my Sunday is more spontaneous. Well, no, those are my Sunday resets. I really can't think of anything because I already live a more spontaneous life. <laughs> I don't- it might just be just cutting back one have spontaneous a, day to just have a re- day. Yeah, have a yeah. mid day. But usually it is Sundays. I usually don't do much on Sundays yeah. besides maybe a cute little brunch. But um, yeah, no, I can't really think of anything. This is I'm bad. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, I, it's a, it's a yeah, it's no, a huge step from college. For me, I never slowed down, and so this is my slow oh, down easily. era. For you, it's your get turn era. I, I a little bit more and I work I I, I'm also in a very like I work hard party hard like I've always been that type of mindset but right now especially like I think now that I have a very busy lifestyle it's like hey we got to balance it out somehow if you're working very hard in the office we need to make up for it and have fun with our friends and you know try to live a mm-hmm. fun life so that's me what about you guys that's so funny listening to y'all because I think I feel like those BuzzFeed quizzes where it's like, (laughs) are you more Faith or are you more Tanisha? It's funny because, like, I feel like I am Faith, but, like, in my mind, I want to be more spontaneous. Like, I'm like, oh, no, like, I need to be more spontaneous. And I'm like, I I actively, like, yeah, let's be spontaneous. But, like, when the spontaneity comes around, I'm very much so, like, I'm in the bed. I'm comfortable. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. Or I'll say yes, and then, like, the time comes, and I'm like, actually, I don't feel like going anymore. No. Um, like, I'm definitely, like, a flaker versus, like, I'll come <laughs> up with the idea and then be like, actually, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely could work on being more spontaneous. I think I'm, like, pretty decent at it during the week. But, like, once the weekend comes around sometimes, I think I'm just so drained from the week that I'm like, well, I already know I need to do, like, X, Y, and Z, like, on Saturday. I have to run these errands. Sunday, I, you know, me and Lexi are meeting, we're doing this. And like, I just, for some reason, just think like, oh, I'm going to be so tired if I like do all of those things in one day. And in reality, like, sure, I'm going to be tired, but it's like, you're also tired already. So like, who cares if you like are tired from going and doing something fun. Um, and so I think for me, I think I could be a little bit better. I know I work hard, but like, be like playing hard, like I said, and I have to remind myself, it's very interesting having a podcast sometimes because like we'll give advice, but we don't necessarily take it all the time. And so literally what I was just yeah. saying about like reminding myself that I am 24 and it's like, these are my years to be outside and like doing stupid stuff and like making mistakes. And I told myself when I turned 24, actually, I was like, this is my year to just like make all my mistakes because like when I turned 25, that is adult year okay like Definitely. we don't really have any more excuses after that so I, I kind of just want to be like really dumb this summer and just like I don't know like live my life it is what it is I know I do well at work so yeah emphasizing more of that work hard play hard routine in my weeks and my weekend um I think I am very I get very comfortable and since I've been in Dallas for the past couple of years I'm like oh like I just I, I embrace it whenever I go to another city so like if I go to New York like, yeah, I'll go out to like three, four, five a.m. But then in Dallas, I'm like, oh, like it's already one. Like, should I call the Uber? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be waiting, like when it's when two rolls around and the clubs close and like whatever else. Um, so I'm trying to be better about it. And we went out last night. That was like the first time we we have both been out in Dallas like in a while. So um 
I'm trying to be better about it, like, not being like, oh, when I move, whenever I do something else or whenever I'm in another place, embracing it, like, where I'm at right now. So I think that's what I can work on. I'm going to need you to go a little bit quieter on turning 25, okay? I started the episode <laughs> saying my birthday is in six weeks and I will be 25. Oh, my gosh. Um, so let's just say, like, we're all young and fun and flirty and whatever, okay? 25 is not that old is what I'm telling myself to stay sane. Um, I think a big thing for me is I want to start, like, taking the initiative more um, in terms of, like, planning things and like doing things to Victoria's point she's like oh I'll be the one to come up with the idea but then I'll also be the one to like flake later um and I think I go along with things like oh if I'm invited or you know someone asked me to do something um but I know I another thing about me is like I don't have a problem saying no I know some people like say yes too many times but I'll be quick to say no oh do you want to <laughs> no oh do you think you no like I'm I'm I have the opposite of FOMO. Like, I'm very much like, I could care less what anybody else is doing. Like, I know I'm happy in bed. So, like, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but I know it's gotten to the, <laughs> I know it's gotten to the point where sometimes people will, like, not ask me to do stuff because they assume I'm going to say no. Victoria. Um, or sometimes, like, I have friends who, you know, to your point, like, FaceTime dates and, like, calls and stuff. They'll be like, oh, well, like, I know Lexi's normally tired after work. So, like, I, like I'll let her have that time. Like, I'm not going to call her. And I know it's out of the respect and you know like goodness of people's hearts but sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like oh no I totally could talk but like I just don't always take the initiative to like call someone first or like make the plans um and so really wanting to like capitalize more on those days where I do have the energy or like I am really just feeling like I want to be around people whether that's you know again via FaceTime or like going out and doing something um because I think a lot of times like because I never really get bored and because I'm so comfortable just like being at home I'm like yeah I could do something but like I also could stay here so like it's fine either way um but yeah I want to like just start doing more and like putting it out there more if that makes sense um because I think it's also like important for my friends to remind them like yeah I do want to hang out and like I do want to make time for you and like doing stuff like that but I know I can be very passive and just kind of like waiting for things to come to me um so yeah, taking mm -hmm. more, taking Honestly, more initiative, like, I would say. Wow. I'm, I'm glad we have some reflection time. I was <laughs> typically every episode we're like, we have like a learning section or like the whole yeah, thing is the like, thing. I was like, I mean, what they really learning. So I'm glad we've yeah. had a, like a nice reflection. Honestly, like, like, yeah, yeah. to both no of your era, points about like comfort, I think that really is like, it really just made it hit for me that like, I realize I get in my comfort zone and I like to stay there a lot. So unless I genuinely force myself to be spontaneous and like mm -hmm. do what I see as me living my best life, I will literally get so comfortable that I won't do anything. And I think also like depending on the state that you are in your life, the spontaneousness did not start until six months ago for me. Before that, it was it was not giving as much spontaneity. What's the name? The spontaneous spontaneity y'all know what I'm saying it was not giving that much in in college and uh yeah. not until yeah. senior year but even before that it wasn't giving as much of a spontaneousness as I wanted to but I realized when I came here I'm like hey if I'm not spontaneous and leaving my house I literally won't have friends I literally will not have a lifestyle out here and I realized my day-to-day -day, um was not like your day-to-day -day is how your life is unfortunately and it's like how you spend your days is how you spend your life and I was like, if I'm literally just working and going to sleep, it's not the life that I came out here to live. So I need to do something to make it more fun. And that's when like things started clicking for me, at least where like, I might be tired and I might regret going out, but I will regret it more if I stay in here and wonder about the unknown. 
And I think realizing that about myself really helped. And now I'm, I'm getting into a groove where I'm becoming more of an extrovert compared to like where I was before. And it helped a lot um, for me, at least. I, I do want to say, I think the alignment of when our lives got a little bit more spon- spontaneous and spicy is when we actually had disposable income. Um, I feel like that that disposable income to spontaneity pipeline is, I, listen, I went to TJ Maxx. It wasn't even in the docket for our girls day. I ended up getting three pairs of shoes. I would have never been able to do that until August 1st, actually more so January, because a lot of August through December, I was paying off a lot of that debt. Basically, I picked those bills. What can I not pay and still be okay? I had to repay uh, along with late fees from August, basically to like November, December vibe. So I will say you are 20, you are in your 20s, but also look at that bank account every morning. Look at your email because you might have overdraft fee email and look at that bank account. What is it looking like? Can we actually go out? Okay. Do we want to have, do we want to possibly have our car decline? I know some people like that. Will it decline? Mm-hmm. Will it not? I do not. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah. a little caveat. If, if, All right. And if you do, if, if you do want to still have fun, hey girl, can we go on a picnic? What can we do that's free? What can we do that's free? Right. Just because Let's broke do does walk. not Let's equal boring. You can still have fun for free. It does more creative it's gonna require more juices to flow to figure out what we can do to have fun because there's been many a night where we're like hey uh uh we it's looking quiet y'all it's looking slow uh y'all just want to go in the crib and hang out perfect and that's probably the most fun we've had all month um so yeah know your limits also with money and energy um but that love but that that brings us to affirmation y'all I do not have to be miserable to have a successful career. You don't. You can do both. There is an ability to have both. You can have both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Big yeah. fact. Just boundaries. Yeah. That's really And exactly. I mean, this, this episode is very count. long already. Um, I thought this was going to be more of a shorter one because we really didn't have that many questions. But, man, we can talk. We begin so deep. Like, Lexi and I That's like why we got podcasts. Yeah. We like to yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we like to talk. Head into why you would you say what? that? If do anything. you want to do? Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, moms, I'll let you say yours okay. first because I have to look on TikTok. So, um, there is this thread happening on Twitter, just crazy. And it was like, ladies, what's the poorest thing a man has done around you? Like, 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 like the most trifling lowdown, right? <laughs> This girl says, we were halfway through dinner. I got a phone call, so I left the table and took the call by the bar. And you could still see our table from that spot. I watched him pull a piece of his hair out and put it in his food and then argue with the waitress till she said it was on the house. Terrible. His own head. And I'm thinking, how long, how long was his hair? Because usually, you know, I like a man with waves. So wh- how long was the hair to where we can pull it out and put it in the food? Crazy. Imagine seeing that. Oh my god! No, like I don't know what I thought was gonna come out of your mouth, but it wasn't that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, not gonna lie, I'm running immediately. Like, far, so far away. <laughs> no, like, like number block. And I'm like, telling the waitress it's his hair. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm snitching. Right, like I, he, ma'am, I saw him pull that out of his head. Waitress actually. gonna be like, he would do. Go run the tape back. You, you'll you'll see no, he's not there. with me at all. <laughs> no. 
No, I said everybody's recording everything nowadays. You know, someone was trying to vlog their night and they saw him in the background. You don't even have to rely on the restaurant no, for the taste. Now he's somebody, 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 in the restaurant on got it. somebody has it. <laughs> he's going to jail. As he should. No, for real. Um, I do know uh, uh, one of our honestly, our actually our number one episode for all of Type A history is uh, being tra- becoming a private girly. Y'all ate that one up. And um, y'all know I, I'm on my journey, okay, to being a little bit more private and in Asia is the opposite. So, you know, it's been fun. But um, I saw this one and I sent it to Asia. It says, when someone asked me to repost their missing cousin, but I'm trying to appear as mysterious and it would ruin all my hard work. I saw that one. I did see that one. Because the no, missing cousin is not going <laughs> crazy. Why would you say that? They're like, oh, this is all my feed. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so on that thread, too, one? about Forrest thing a man has done around you, um, this girl says he kicked her in the leg at the table because he didn't want her to upgrade her fries to truffle because it was an upcharge. <laughs> it's an epidemic. broke men. Like, why are we here? Like, why are you going on the date? I I was listening to this podcast and I've really been, I, I, I've taken a stab at men talking on a, on, on a couch and they're actually good. Okay. Hey, we you really are better than me. So broken and restless. I, I'm, I'm not right. watching no broke men sit there and talk <laughs> on a couch. <laughs> No, but the thing is, no, 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 they're not, they're not broke. They are faith-driven, beautiful chocolate men, and they actually be talking about something. So I'm like, you know what? Like, let's let's get a man's perspective. Unfortunately, because I realized I never grew up with like some solid men, so I don't know how men operate, and that's how we that's how we get in arguments for my relationships. I'm like, let me do some background work. And he was basically a pastor had gone on, and he was like, I'll say this: a man shouldn't be dating if he don't got his stuff together. Because that's just a distraction. I said, I feel like a lot of these stories, that thread would have been minuscule if y'all got yourself together. I understand, like, let's build together. But also, I'm not building with you if if you ask me for $5. Because if you're asking me for $5, that means hey. you don't have $5. And you can't provide for the both hey, of us. So why, are, why am I... I stand by this. On. I'm not a builder. Not that. Come, come done or don't come at all. Like, I am not, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I'm not Bob the Builder. I'm not Wreck-It Ralph. None of the above. You need to come ready or don't come at all. And I think having that energy solves a lot of issues. And if you are not coming ready, I will let you know that and we will not proceed further. Like you have to nip it in the butt because they get too comfortable. And I, and and that, if you had a date and he in his thirties, that's what you just have to do. Sprinkle, sprinkle, get a new one. (laughs) She said, "And no, and. she said, I said what I said." No, she all said, "What's my, your point?" All of my college girlies do not listen oh. to that. Either don't, oh, either don't. Hey, I'm, date, talking to, I'm talking to my like, to, like, like, like past college girlies, like, like not, not, in, not in college. Yeah, I'm talking about like, like we're all in our grown woman stuff right hey. now. Like, I'm talking to us. Like, and if you're in college, don't expect no, no twenty year old on the on the lacrosse team to buy you a Birkin. It's not gonna happen. You know, like, like have realistic expectations, but also I'm saying like, if you are grown and you are on your, your grown woman stuff, you need to find a man that matches that or exceeds that. There is no reason for you to like 
be settling, especially if you can handle yourself and he can't, there's like, it needs to be equal. That's what I'm saying. Like if in college, the rules are different, but as a grown woman, right. no, no, I, yeah. No scrubs, no scrubs. Yeah, no, I, on that podcast. And I, the last time I bring up, bring up men, um, he was saying he was like to, they were like, Oh, what about last names? Like who, who how, do you, are you okay with a woman keeping her own last name? And it's like, well, I would want my woman to take my last name because that means I can provide for her and me because I'm putting my last name on her. AKA that's, that's mine. I can provide everything for her. And I was like, a lot of y'all men can't do that. And I might keep, not me. I won't keep my last name. I will be an animal Sean because that man, if I lost my job today, he could take care of us both. But a lot of y'all men can't. (laughs) That's why, hey, listen, I'm a huge advocate. I would rather be single than be miserable. I would rather just handle myself and live my best single life, not feeling like I need someone else to satisfy or like, like live the life that I want. It really comes with being happy with you first and then having someone else that just adds that. They have to be an addition, not a subtraction. So if he is subtracting, yep. get him out the equation. Okay. Literally, from your big account. I've never had a man ask for $5. No, you know these girls work in Excel. Listen to them. Add, subtract, multiply. They in their spreadsheets, Every operation in PIMDAS, baby. Okay, it is facts. They got the formulas. Oh, yeah, we are are Excel girlies. We're Excel girlies. And you, what do you guys work in? You guys have a specific dash, like, software you guys work in? How does... We have, like, I mean, uh, we use Excel. We have, like, a, like, Salesforce, like, we use a, um, an app called like click to like get sales data and stuff oh, okay. like that. But gotcha. I still nice. be opening the Excel. Yeah. Okay, cool. I can't, I can't say the same for PR. PR is not numbers driven at all, but More of a um, word document little, kind of little, little, yeah. Yeah. Little word document, little <laughs> outlook, but I love that for love, y'all. I love, love. That for y'all. Oh, this was good. Yeah. I feel like we had a great little wrap around a great little great. comeback full circle moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Huge facts. Huge facts. Well, yes. thank you guys for so much, so much for Listen. coming on. Um, we'll have an episode coming out. You guys know the date yet? Wait, sorry, what'd you say? Sorry. You guys know the date yet when our episode will be coming out, or is TBD at this moment? It's gonna be out before this one. So if you haven't gone and listened to our episode with Taipei Black Girls, go sure be sure to go check it out. Um on our um, wherever you listen to podcasts, Intro Level Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram Yay. at the Intro Level Bod with two E's. Yeah, we'll have everything linked in and our it'll bio. Be on our Instagram and as well. Like we said before, you guys yeah. make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel because if we come back with Entry Level one day, you may you might see our faces, which might be a little different. So make sure you subscribe. And thank you guys so much again for yeah. coming. Awesome. Yeah, thank you thank so much. This is great. We love yes. y'all. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.